Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction, where we get into, envelop ourselves, and we just, gosh darn it, we love the law of attraction. How to use the knowledge of these laws in a way that really shifts your life today and really begins to allow all that you have intended in this lifetime because there is just no time like the present. Let's just get to it. How about it? So we're going to spend the next hour delving into some information that we think will bring you an opportunity to relax, an opportunity to know that you are truly loved, truly guided by the universe, and there is nothing you cannot be or do or have. Now, how is that for a radio show? Let's start delivering. I have with me on my show today um, my favorite co-host in the whole wide universe, Janice Campbell. Welcome, Janice. Welcome. Hi. Hi. So uh, as many of you know, Janice also has a show on Unity.fm, and you can catch her every Thursday morning at 9 Pacific uh, with her Receive Your Life show. But I like to rope her in on my metaphysical porch as we talk about, oh, let's just face it, our favorite teacher in the whole wide world. Well, our favorite teacher in this moment, I should say, because there are so many teachers that are giving us good information. But Oh, we got the love for the Abrahams. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> There's just no way around it. I just, you know, these teachers and Janice and I share this. It's just, it's just a guaranteed e-ticket for the folks who remember what e-tickets are. It's just one of those things where you have certain teachers that just strum your guitar. <laughs> Okay, worst possible analogy. Interest, interesting way to put it, but yes, that's true. <laughs> so today on the show, what we kind of conspired to do as we wave the Abraham parade flag and um, get into some of their teachings is we're setting up the show to do something a little bit different, um, is we're going to play just a short snippet of what Abraham is saying. And if any of you haven't heard of this Abraham thing and want to know what the heck I'm talking about, you can go to abraham-hicks.com uh, where you can get all this information about who, what's going on with these teachers, uh, what's happening with Esther and Jerry Hicks, who we adore, um, and all the kinds of ways that you can continue to dive into this teaching. And I feel, and the many people who have come into this teaching feel, have seriously changed their lives, changed how they see the world. It is a paradigm shift when you understand what's going on with these teachers. So what Janice and I are going to do is we're going to, we're going to play a short, you know, rift 
We're going to play a little rift of Abraham speaking through Esther Hicks, and then we're just going to chomp on it. We're going to break it apart and get into the deliciousness of what they're saying. What we love about these teachers is the clarity of their teaching, but sometimes it comes in such intensity and such wow kind of information we both find it satisfying to slow it down a little bit and go back and really get into the everyday nitty-gritty about what exactly was just said and how can we use this to really um, get more deeply into the knowing of who we are so Janice your feeling is I mean when you listen to Abraham isn't it something where you kind of get this download but you're really not sure sometimes what you got but you got something you know what I mean yeah, usually I kind of could grasp it, but, but what I want to just talk about briefly, which, um, when you were saying, when you were saying that it changed your life, you know, the teachings actually change your life. And also what, what you said at the beginning of, uh, at the, um, show is that it really shifts your life today. And, and I just kind of flashed on, I think for me, the biggest thing that it does is it gives, speaking for myself now, it gives me permission to live a joyful life. Yes. You know, it's like, wow, life is meant to be like, you know, so often we go through life kind of defensively or trying not to mess up or blow it or we want to do the right thing. But this takes it to a whole nother level of it's not about that. It's about you're here just to have fun. You're here to experience joy. And that everything you want is connected to that. So I just, I just, when I think about how it's changed my life, it really, it's just lightened my life in, in all areas. You know, it's, it's taken out the significance and the heaviness and the work and, and added the play and the fun and the lightness and joy. I, I agree with you. And I also find that, um, I realized how, how close source energy is to, I mean, it's everything, but sometimes the world of effects can make it feel like there's a separation between me and divinity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I find with Abraham that that gap just gets closed and I'm really, lo- I think why I find so much pleasure in it is I'm locking into my own high self, my own Rabraham, as I like to call it. I'm, I'm locking into this understanding that source is always speaking to me, always available, always fully available, and that there is no struggle or need for me to get to it. It's just right. there and, and it's so full. And, you know, this first track that I wanted to explore with you and, has to do with this fact about remembering that the law of attraction is really about us choosing where we're focusing our attention. All day, every day, it really is about choosing our focus. And I think that sometimes we can kind of, oh yeah, you know, choose what you, make sure you're, you're focused on good things and make sure that you're thinking good things. But I don't, I don't think we fully understand the power of our focus. And I think in a way we have to step back and realize how powerful we are. And that focus doesn't necessarily have to be just about thought. The focus can be also where we're choosing to feel, how we're choosing to feel. And that is kind of a, a, a kind of an advanced way of understanding this law of attraction. So without further ado, I'm going to have our wonderful producer, Christina, cue up our first track, which is again from an Abraham Hicks workshop. And I just want to promote them. You know, go to a workshop in your area. You can find out about where they're going to be next at abraham-hicks.com. Don't hesitate to go. It's really amazing experience. Um, and here is the first track, which is called, uh, and I'm just going to pay a bit of it, is your effort creating a vibrational backlash. So sit back, relax, and we'll be back after this uh, Abraham experience. So sometimes our physical friends will say, well, Abraham, that all sounds nice. And I sort of kind of get it. What I don't get is 
why there's so much for me to look at that I don't like. Somebody should have cleaned it up before I got here. <laughs> and we say, well, you, because you are a creator, like variety. That would be like going to a food buffet where there's just one thing to eat. Like it or not, there it is. You say, well, a little variety would be nice. I would like to exercise my independent ability to choose. And we say, that's what this plethora of choices is all about. When you go to the food buffet, you don't worry about somebody choosing for you and putting it on your plate. You choose. So you don't panic while you're in line. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, oh, I hope, I hope, I hope, oh, no, not that again. <laughs> you exercise your ability to choose. But often, in terms of choice of thought, or in choice of what you give your attention to, it seems like you feel like somebody should clean it up so that you wouldn't have to choose. And we want you to know that you choose by your attention to something and that if there is something that you don't want in your experience and you divert your attention from it by choosing other better feeling things you will tune yourself to a frequency that will cause the universe to limit the choices that it gives to you to the only the things that you want it will be like someone has gone out your entourage ahead of you and has cleared out everything off of every buffet that you don't want as Luke, who is five, would say, seriously, seriously, we are not kidding you even a little bit. In other words, that's exactly how it works. When you tune yourself to the frequency of that which you want, that which you don't want cannot continue to show up in your experience. So this Art of Allowing workshop is really about focusing but even more than focusing it's about feeling your way into focus it's about understanding vibrational frequencies and tuning your frequency to those of love and joy and fulfillment and exhilaration and passion rather than tuning to worry and doubt and blame and guilt and anger and we want you to know that you have the option sometimes people will say well Abraham, it seems to me that other people are piling onto my plate and then I have to deal with it. And we want to say right here at the beginning, no one's piling on your plate but you. And if it feels like somebody's piling stuff on your plate that you don't want, it's because you are sloppy in your plating. <laughs> sloppy in your thinking. And But we don't want to give you the impression that we want you to try to control your thoughts. That'll just make you nuts. Because the thoughts that you've been thinking have activated a vibration that has set up a buffet for you that has a bunch of other thoughts pretty much like those thoughts. And the more you try to control those thoughts, the more thoughts like those thoughts you get until you begin to believe that there's a conspiracy to destroy your life. <laughs> It isn't that way at all. It's just law of attraction yielding to you more of what you've got going on vibrationally. You can't set your radio dial on 6.30 a.m. and hear anything from any other frequency. You're going to get the frequency that you're tuned to, you see. So rather than complaining about the frequency that you're tuned to, we encourage that you change the frequency. 
So often that sounds to you like what we mean is think other thoughts. So rather than thinking that blameful thought for which you have tremendous evidence because you're not making it up. Instead of thinking that blameful thought, you think we're saying think a bright, fluffy, shiny, happy appreciation thought. Ever tried it? Can you go from that blameful thought all the way over there without killing yourself or ruining organs? In other words, you can't. You can't make that vibrational jump. It's a vibrational whiplash. You can't, you can't accomplish it. So you just reach for a thought that feels a little better. But on that subject that you're already so invested in, you'd be better off to stay off that subject altogether, don't you think? Because every time you try to think about that thing that you don't want to think about, you're thinking about that thing you don't want to think about it, and you're thinking about it in the vibrational frequency that you don't want to think about it in. So you're using it as a reason to hold yourself in the vibrational equivalency away from who you are, and you feel rotten, and then you're even madder at that thing, whatever it is that you're focused upon that makes you feel this way, because if it would be different, you wouldn't feel this way, right? <laughs> if you would behave differently, I would feel so much better. I want you to be the way we were the day I met you. Treat me like that. And we say, doesn't work that way, does it? Vibration is responding to what you've got going on. So what we are really encouraging is that you accept the reality of this vibrational reality, do you? Do you know there's a reality and there's a vibrational reality? Do you know that the vibrational reality precedes the reality? In other words, there is always a vibrational equivalent of something before there is a manifestation of it. And in this vortex of creation, all things that you want have been gathered and are held by the resources that create worlds for you. For you to feel your way into the vicinity of Welcome back. That was an interesting experience of listening to Abraham talk so much about this idea of choice. What were your feelings, Janice? Were you want to jump off on this? Yeah, I think the, um, the part that jumped out with me is like when she was saying that um, we don't have people dumping everything on our plate. It's only when we don't trust ourselves or we feel like we're powerless to make the right choice, I think that we're afraid of the choices. Yes. Because yes. When we're we really think, tuned yeah. in. Yeah, we know who we are. We know what we want. It's like, yes, I want this. I don't want this. I want this. I don't want that. But if we're kind of confused or we think random things are happening to us or we don't really know what we want, then I think we want someone else to do it for us. Like, just bring me something good. Don't ask me what I want. <laughs> you know, what's interesting about that is, is what they're saying in that, in that track is kind of two things. One, you know, you're going to have variety. Get over it. You mm -hmm. know, there's going to be a lot of stuff on the food buffet. But that's okay. Don't panic because right. you, you can continue to choose. And when you get a momentum of choosing that which you want, then the universe does kind of clean it up for you. Right. I noticed that. that. They completely shifted where um, yeah. you're only going to have on your plate what you want. But I, I think it's to me it sounds like have fun with the variety. You know, kind of like practice that, sort and sift and, you know, taste maybe a little bit of this or a little bit of that so you increase your clarity. And then you're going to zero in and, and then you're going to know, don't worry, it's not even going to show up anymore. Like you don't even have to make a decision. 
Exactly. I find that so fascinating, the way that you can kind of have it both ways in that you sort of have this this concierge in the sky who's working for you, but you have to, you know, you have to call them. You have to be on their frequency. You have to know their number. Mm-hmm. You know, so this idea of not worrying or frustrate, being frustrated about where people are coming from or the fact that there's people who are doing things that you wouldn't do or, you know, I had this conversation with a relative the other day who has absolutely the opposite feeling that I do about a certain subject. I mean, we could not be more opposed in this certain variety. And I kind of got bit by needing to defend myself. And then I remembered this teaching that it's okay what everyone thinks. It's all right. It's not like you're out there trying to convince everyone that this is how it should be seen or this is how. And I really relaxed and really allowed her, you know, in my mind afterwards just to absolutely be exactly where she is and I have nothing to say about it you know what I mean it's yeah okay. and it doesn't and it doesn't take anything away from you you still have your food on your plate like just because she wants different food doesn't mean that you have to give up your food exactly but do you I mean I see how much energy goes around mm-hmm. trying to control those circumstances trying to convince somebody of something that you see from a different way and I think what Abraham is saying is that's way too much work right just to <laughs> Tune to what you want. Just yes. tune. tune. And the rest will want. take care of itself. <laughs> and the rest will take care of itself. I mean, we're working way too hard, people. Yes. Working yes. way too hard. You know, the other a part of that that track that I love so much is that we're sloppy in our plating. And then we mm-hmm. blame others for what's showing up. Yes. I like the sloppy idea, the sloppy Joe. I mean, I'm being a sloppy Joe. I'm just right. I'm reacting to what's going on out there. I'm not being internally motivated to focus. I'm not recalibrating myself, you know, a couple times a day where I'm tuning from the inside out. You know, if you don't have the time to do that and you start reacting, you can get sloppy in your creating, you know? Yes. And also I think it's kind of a little bit like when we lie to ourselves and we say, oh, it doesn't really matter. I don't really care. Like we're not really being deliberate and intentional and honest about what we really want. Almost like, well, if I get lucky or if it's, you know, God's way, it'll drop in my lap. Instead of like, no, I'm going to carve out this substance. You know, it's like I'm really going to focus in on, you know, that's what I like when they say, um, you know, that they like working with people with terminal illnesses because then it's like people are serious, you know. <laughs> We're taking this seriously here. We're not joking around, you know, because I think sometimes we we take our lives, I mean, even though it's joyful and fun, we don't take ourselves seriously enough sometimes, you know. Yes. It's like there's so there's a whole other level of, wait a minute, this is your life. It matters. You can you can have what you want. Don't Don't act like you don't care when you really do care. Absolutely. And I think with the why they enjoy people who sort of are at the end of the physical action realm where they, there's not another surgery they can have or another medication they can mm-hmm. take, then you finally have to turn inward. The only thing left is you to turn in to your inner knowing. And I think that that is such an important thing. But what they said here, and I, I want to really shine a light on it because it's so important. I see a lot of metaphysical BS. And what I mean about that is people are feeling really bad but they're putting a happy face sticker on it. They're like, ah, I'm good, all is well. Right, you know? right. Like and I'm they're, supposed they're, to say that, right? Did I say yeah. the right thing? 
<laughs> they're like in this tinny part of their head, and you can hear it in their voice too. Yeah, life is good, all is well. And it, and then in their real vibration to the universe is this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's kind it's of just, like, you know. but you get, but that's why I like they're giving us a way through because otherwise you're like, well, I don't want to say that. I can't say it's bullshit. I can't say it's happy pappy. So then, what am I left with? Yeah, exactly. What can I do? Exactly. I mean, it's like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about that last part. Okay, if I can't make this quantum leap between feeling frustrated and be happy, happy, dappy, what do I do? So stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, where we make the law of attraction real, and we're loving the Abrahams today. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for The Blessing of the Financial Crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Align Radio and Unity.fm and Unity Online Radio. Oh, we love talking to our Unity friends, family. How, if you're listening to us live uh, or you're listening to us pre-recorded, we love you and we're so happy that you're here. Uh, we're playing in this pool of, of really understanding law of attraction in a fine-tuned way. And, and what cracks me up sometimes is I, I often hear people saying, you know, I'm going to work with law of attraction. I'm, I'm now going to study law of attraction. And, and I think what's so funny is that these teachers, these Abraham teachers have said to us, it's like saying you're going to, I'm going to work with gravity today. <laughs> I'm going to make sure those leaves are sticking to that tree today. I mean, it just, you know, the law of attraction, the energy of attraction is the very fabric of our universe. So what we're wanting to do is just become aware of these mechanics so that we can better interact and have this life that we've wanted. Um, but it's not something that you have to go do. It's, it's here vibing you right now. And before the break, we had listened to a segment where Abraham was talking about the fact that the vibration of law of attraction is a thought-based vibration. In other words, in when you're in a certain vibration, you're a certain mood, a mode, there's a pool of thoughts that hang around that pool. That hang around. So if you're hanging out that poolside, it's really difficult to jump into 
you know, the pool down the block because there's so many thoughts that are hanging around this pool. So it is a little bit of a conundrum when they, when, you know, you hear from metaphysical teachers, well, just think a better thought. You know, you know, Janice, I mean, doesn't that sort of feel like, well, that's easy for you to say. Right. And also, sometimes I can think a better thought and sometimes I can't. <laughs> sometimes I can't. Yeah. Or I mean, it's just not, know. it's not close. I mean, it's just, I'm not feeling it. And then I feel like it's going into the, oh, I should, you know, the happy pappy thing. Then that feels off. Exactly. So what do you do when you can't find a better feeling thought? Well, if I can't, I completely switch gears. I remember working with a client years ago who had a horse and this used to always come up and I'd be like, go ride your horse, go ride your horse, go ride your horse. And so I do the same thing to myself. I don't have a horse, but it's like, go walk your dog, clean the house, do something to kind of shift that energy. And then I find that I'm, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. It is taking yourself seriously enough to know that you're in the problem. You're in the vibration of the, uh, can't have, don't want. And the only thing right now is to really switch gears. But you had said something when we were on the break that I want to bring up because there is, when you can find a better feeling thought, that's the best place to go. Finding peace with where you are. Right. <laughs> you know, that, talk about that a little bit. Okay. Well, last night I was working on our corporate tax return, June 15th, the last you know, the day that it's due and Ray called, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I'm about <laughs> as far out of the vortex as I could possibly be because I had just, uh, it was, I was getting ready to print it and then I had to drive my daughter. My son came back, got on the computer. Anyway, I lost everything, had it, uh, reload it. Then the printer was out of ink. Wasn't feeling very happy. Um, and then I was teasing, right? Ray's like, okay, well, what can you think? I'm like, okay, I'm thinking about that margarita I'm going to have after I dump these tax returns. In the mailbox. And then after I hung up, I'm thinking, no, that thought doesn't feel good. Really, what feel, what felt right is to stay with it and to just keep looking at what's true. The truth is I'm really good with money. I'm really good at doing taxes. It only took me about a half hour to get everything back into the system. You know, I'll drive, go get the printer ink, and I'll stop at the farmer's market. So, so I got to a better place by following the track I was on, like looking at what was true about the situation instead of focusing on what was going wrong. Like, how can I use this? And then, and then I kept feeling of the relief, how good it's going to feel when it's done. And I'm so close to getting it done. And next year, this gives me clarity on how I want to set up my systems next year and do things earlier. And I actually like being organized when I focus and, you know, just kind of a dialogue that got me feeling like, okay, I see a, like the contrast was really helpful for me to see some things. So we really see a, a, a fork in the road here in, in dur- different circumstances when we're, when we got to that sloppy plating, as they said, where we're getting a lot of stuff that we don't want. And there's, there's kind of two interesting roads here, and I like to fine tune this, where one is you just can't find a better feeling thought. You've got so much momentum around this topic. It's time to go ride your horse or mm-hmm. walk your dog or <laughs> go dunk your head in a pool of cold water. I mean, something to just change up the vibration. You're not going to get there from there. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is what you were just talking about is if you can find within yourself a dialogue where you can begin to talk yourself off the ledge as you did. You know, you didn't make mm-hmm. any quantum leaps. There was no vibrational whiplash going on. But you were kind of talking yourself down, reminding yourself of that, which you know, to the point where you actually found some peace. And what happened to you is you found the leverage of the vortex. And what I mean by that is that when you found the peace, then 
the world starts working for you, the plate starts getting cleaned up, and you were able to get back in there, bam, 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 and recreate it. That's the leverage of the vortex. And I, I want to break down this word vortex because I think it's such an important concept that we're getting from Abraham. And it's one where a lot of us Abrahamites are, are using the vortex kind of trippingly on our tongue. And I don't want to leave anyone behind on this understanding. So the vortex is the zone. There's probably a million names for it in our unity practice. It's that place where you are knowing that all is well. It is the place where you have put vibrationally the consciousness of what you want, who you know you are. It's where it's the joy field. It's the love field. Janice, what, how do you describe the vortex? Well, in, in unity, I would say the Christ consciousness, the absolute, the knowing, the knowing, yeah. the oneness. Yes. So the the vortex is also though where the physical world the the vibration of a physical world can come through. It, it is on the scientific mechanical side what what Abraham is telling us is where we can begin to pull in the translation of what we want and have it develop in the physical world. So we meet the right person, we get on the right mm-hmm. elevator, you know, stuff begins to manifest from that vortex living, from that knowing. But sometimes what happens is it can be difficult to find the vortex thought. Like even if you've, you know, walked your dog and you've, <laughs> and you've mm-hmm. tried to find peace where you are, there's so much momentum sometimes. Our minds are such powerful, powerful, uh, mechanisms. This next track that I want to bring up talks about how you can really give yourself some leverage by looking at the feeling tone, becoming a, a real user of your feelings, being in a feeling space, and maybe uh, slowing down the mind a little bit and not letting it be the only driver. Uh, and it's really interesting, this opportunity. So again, we're, we're listening to little snippets from Abraham uh, workshops, and I really cannot encourage you enough to go to one of these workshops. They travel all over the country, or you can also get on one of their mailing lists. You can receive this fabulous stuff every week like Janice. <laughs> and we can, you know, can hardly wait for it to arrive. Um, their website again is abraham-hicks.com. Wonderful Esther Hicks and, and Jerry. So I'm going to play this next quick segment and it's entitled Consider All Experiences from Inside the Vortex. Let's go ahead and cue that up. So we're eager to talk with you about anything that is important to you. We see our greatest advantage to you. First of all, to Choose those of you who are in the vicinity of the vortex so that we'll have an easy ride in together. In other words, if you are in the vicinity, small conversation puts you right in and then solutions begin to show up. Things as simple as, as looking for something that you've been looking for for a while, finding the perfect employment finding the perfect mate in other words we want you to understand that all of those things are already queued up for you in your vortex of creation they're already there and when you get in and hang around and when you get in and hang around and when you get in and hang around and you allow the vortex to tune your frequency up 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 so that it becomes a vibrational match to the things you want do you get it that 
and a question and an answer are very different frequencies. A problem and a solution are very different frequencies. And do you know the whole time that you've been chewing on a problem or poking around in questions, as that problem has been coming into focus, a solution has been coming into focus too. Every day you hated your work, a better job's been coming into focus. Every day you've been struggling in a relationship, a better relationship has been coming into focus. And so... As you allow yourself more time in the vortex, what begins to happen is things begin to occur to you. And often it's happening to you, to all of you, to some degree, you say, oh, what a lucky thing that was. And we want you now to understand it wasn't a lucky thing. It was a vortex thing. It was a vibrational tuning thing. If you've been listening to us for a while, you've been hearing us talk about the cooperative components are all assembled in the vortex. And what we want you to realize is you've got to be a cooperative component too to be in there. Which means you can't be railing against unwanted things. So when you find yourself in the vortex and you are able to allow the vortex to tune the frequency of you it will because it's dominant when you're in there your frequency is coming up 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 as you hang around in this vortex longer what begins to happen is your path begins to light up you become a cooperative component and now you have more view of the cooperative components that got there before you do so the first thing that will happen when you enter the vortex is that you'll feel better the next thing that will happen is that you will begin to receive or ideas will begin to occur to you that feel spot on in other words ideas that you haven't had before that when you act on them will pay off the next thing that will begin to happen is you'll begin to rendezvous with trails or paths that will pay off for you in other words You'll begin to meet people that have information that is of value to you. You'll begin to rendezvous with articles and you'll find yourself online not even knowing how you got to a certain thing. But there you are. The vortex helped you click right through to what you were looking for in a pattern that was illogical unless you understand the vortex. You'll begin to find people walking into your experience saying the right thing at the right time not necessarily delivering the answer to your feet but giving you the peace that you were ready for in this moment you see through the crack of least resistance the vortex is always working for you even when you're not in the vortex through the crack of least resistance the vortex is always working for you so we're eager to talk with you about anything that's important to you Nothing is off limits. What do you want to talk about? Some things. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray Zander, and I have on the line with me my favorite co-host in the whole wide universe, Janice Campbell. And we are just deliciously romping through some Abraham workshops, just a little bit of a snippet, just a little appetizer, a little taste to see what these teachers are saying. And now we kind of want to pick it apart a little bit and see what was said there that can be really helpful for us in this moment, helpful for us to realize the truth of who we are and to really co-create in a way that brings us greater joy, greater knowing. Um, before the break, we were talking about sometimes thoughts can be so powerful. There's so much momentum around certain subjects that maybe we've been carrying around for many, many decades. And that we 
you know, there's a finer tuning of maybe not going in through the mind, but going in through more of the heart center, the feeling space, um, the meditative space, that sometimes our best trick will be to come into a different place of vibration. And I know that it, I'm struggling to find the words because sometimes thoughts and feelings feel like they're the same thing. You know, Janice, I mean... Right. When I want to, I was thinking when you're talking, it's like when I want to tune into my feeling, I just, it's like, um, reminds me of Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, when he would talk about feeling after God. It's kind of almost now I could go right there to that feeling. Almost like, yes. I almost like, you know, without the thought, almost like jumping over the thought or I don't know if that would be the right way, but it's just, it's just, I know that feeling. If I, if I make the decision to feel the feeling, I could feel it. Yes, feeling after God. I love that. And so many of us have had that experience, but sometimes we trip into it by accident or we're in a, a service, we're in a unity service or we're some sort of meditation mm-hmm. and we've tripped into it. But I, you know, I really believe as we become more keen at being metaphysicians that we can call upon that at will. Mm-hmm. That we choose to focus on the feeling of God. And, and I want to say, I know that they're probably in different parts of the brain. Our thinking mind and our visual mind, I think, sometimes can be more acute to the emotional set, the emotional body. Because for me, um, I can feel after God by having some visual pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, something that I, some situation or experience that I've had, and it's different than my linear thinking. Or I can just choose to say, I'm going to remember that mm-hmm. feeling. I'm going to choose to remember that feeling. And it's almost at will. Don't you think that the oh. mind just says, here it is? Yeah, I mean, I've been noticing that. I'm doing it all the time now because it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. To get to that I'm, feeling. Like, you know, I just want to feel God. And then it's like, boom. Let's just claim that, that we can call that at any time or place. Call it prayer, mm-hmm. call it meditation, call it whatever you will. And as you've said, you know, we are meditating all day long, whether you know it or not. So are we calling on the feeling of God? Are we claiming that mm-hmm. birthright? Mm-hmm. And acknowledging know? it. It reminds me of Eric Butterworth in Spirits or Economics. He talks about feeling gratitude, feeling. Like, again, you, you just call it forth. You call decide. Forth. Call it forth. Yeah. I feel like I want to preach. Yeah, but we don't have to wait for something to happen. (laughs) Typically, we wait for something to happen, and then we feel. But we don't have to do it in that order. Thank you very much. I mean, sometimes, I mean, we laugh about it, but we're rushing to get to yoga, or we're rushing to get to meditation, or we're rushing to get to a unity service, and we're, you know, it's like, just stop, drop, and roll in it. Stop, drop, and roll. It's there. It's, you know, we kind of call on it. You don't need the meditation music, and you don't need a 15-minute uh-huh. prayer prep, and you don't, it's like, right. boom, call on it. Call on the feelings, the knowing. I, I just am But so- we only know that when we experience it ourselves. You know, it's one thing to hear someone say it, but it's fo- it's it's such a wonderful practice to just do it and then know that you can access it yourself. Yes. So powerful to know that um we can choose that feeling frequency, which I I know is the frequency of God, not to say that the mind is not, but the, I feel sometimes that the mind is kind of the explorer. It's the one kind of going out in uncharted territories. It's the one that's picking up on all this deciphering and sifting and knowing. And yet there is this whole other vibrational energy, this knowing of God, this complete, I want to say it's more of a, a whole body experience. 
mm-hmm. of knowing God. And, and what we heard in that last segment is that our answers are there. So it's really not about figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really almost about letting it go. Like when, when, we're in, when we're in the middle of the problem, trusting, letting it go. It is the great surrender. Mm-hmm. It is the great surrender. Thank you, mind, for being the focusing mechanism that you are. Thank you, thank you. But I need to now quiet the mind, of course. This is this is such a core to our spiritual knowing in many, many practices. Uh, but I don't think that what, you know, what, what I think that these teachers are saying now is that the thoughts that you want to think are in that vortex. Yes. You know, it can think you. And I keep saying that. I just want to get in the vortex so God thinks me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm kind of tired of thinking of God. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> thinking no, of God funny. could be a little exhausting, you know? Yes. So we're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, there's lots more we're gonna get into on that last segment as we wrap up this hour with you. Again, you're listening to Everyday Attraction. Uh, my name is Ray Zander and I'm on the line here with Janice Campbell. Stay tuned. We're gonna be right back. Lots of good stuff to come for more ways for you to fill it, fully, fully know that you're in the vortex. Stay tuned. The Unity message is universal, uniting, empowering, and transformational. Carrying this message to the world with the power of music and song are scores of singers and songwriters who dedicate their extraordinary gifts to helping heal the world and spread the message of unity and oneness. These are the messengers of unity. We salute the messengers of unity. The voices of the one voice of all humanity. Heroes with weapons of melody and rhyme. Waging peace, one song at a time. Tune in to Pazapalooza, music that matters, with host Richard McDesey to hear the music and the artists who are changing the world, one song at a time. Fridays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Attraction, where we dive in deeper to the law of attraction. And this week, we're really just exploring and loving so fully the teachings of Abraham, uh, which you can find out more about by going to www.abraham-hicks.com. Uh, definitely my homepage when I open up my browser. But what we wanted to, to kind of get into from that last segment is this idea of the vortex, the Christ consciousness, the divine knowing, to let it think you rather than you thinking it. And I know that this is this is subtle language, but there is such a profound different experience where you're in that 
consciousness. You're in that peace. You're in that knowing. And then thoughts occur to you. Things happen that do you do take action in the world. It's not about being benevolent and lying on the couch all, all day or being meditative and going to a mountaintop. You are in the world, baby. There is grit underneath your nails. But you are being guided from such a different place where the grit is fun and interesting and exciting. It's not work. It's not difficult. You know, Janice, that, that just, it's just such a different way to be in the world when you have entered into this thing called the vortex where you're in the, the knowing that all is truly well and you're being guided and having action from that place. It's yeah. just totally different. It reminds me, do you remember that quote? I think it's Henry David Thoreau about how you kind of operate under a different order. Like you kind of enter a different world. So like you're, you know, I think maybe Jesus was talking about when he said that I'm, um, in the world, but not of the world. Yes, exactly. It is that. It it's is a different. That. Like you're here, you're you're doing the same things that you've always done, but it feels very different. And yeah. you know, I've noticed a lot of times people say to me, "Oh, aren't you stressed out about this or that?" And I'll be like, "No." <laughs> it kind of just shifts. What I've noticed is you, you really start to learn on a deep level that it's safe. Yes, that absolutely. you're safe. You're safe. And that all the answers you've actually queued up. You mm-hmm. know, with, what they were talking about all the days that you hated your work or you hated a relationship that you were in, you were actually, whether you know it or not, launching into this vortex the best work you could ever imagine and the best relationship that you could ever imagine. But here's the rub. You can't hang out in the, in that question. You have to hang out in the answer. Right. And then it, it, it's more like, how long are you going to put off the receiving? Like, you've already done the work, you know, hating your job, hating your job, the better job's been being created, being created. So it's just sitting there waiting. But yeah. if we're saying, I hate my job, I hate my job, it's just going to stay out there like an airplane in a holding pattern. Yeah. yeah. Just You're just hovering, that. you know, until we allow it in and, and start to receive that. You know, and that's, I so, think when they talk about the crack of least resistance, there's got to be a, a crack of least resistance. You know, what we're really talking about here is that this philosophy, this understanding of these powerful laws is really permission for you to be joyful. Not only is it giving you permission to feel joy and let it go and relax and allow, it is saying it's the only way in, baby. You cannot get in by beating the door down. Yes. You've seen it again and again. This is not the way the, the laws work. You've got to chill. You've got to, re- this is, this is like the religion of relaxation, you know? <laughs> That's I hilarious. Love, but I yeah, that. but I think, I mean, at the same time, we're so trained and taught that it's the opposite. Yep. So it's kind of a, a setup. I used to always say that with the spiritual principles. It's so fascinating that we're actually taught the opposite of every spiritual principle. <laughs> like the way <laughs> to go through life is you look at, you look at the spiritual principles and you flip them and that's, the way, you know, do not give anything away. Make sure you, t- you know. Isn't that <laughs> hysterical? Yeah. But it, it's trip, you know, and I think with this too, a, a big part of this Abraham work is you've got to make a really big paradigm shift. Like, wow, maybe I had like the whole thing wrong. <laughs> not just a little piece, a little piece. Like I was looking at a, com- it reminds me of, I love that movie, The Last Holiday with Queen Lativa, and yeah. she's looking out of this fancy hotel in Europe someplace and it's absolutely gorgeous and she's like, what window have I been looking out of? You yeah. know, it's like, whoa, I didn't know that this was possible. I didn't know that this was here. But that's kind of what it feels like. It's like entering a completely, you know, living, 
within spiritual principles and following the the spiritual laws, it's like a whole different reality. It is, and I always say you got to flip it. You got to flip it. These teachers absolutely flip everything you think you know. I just had in my mind that like Abraham is like these laws are like the uncola. You know, it's like remember how Seven Up had that? You know that campaign. And I'm dating myself, but it's this idea. It's like it's actually the opposite of what you're thinking. That the work hard, get in there with the problem, figure it out. I mean, some of the greatest inventions of our time happened because scientists took a nap, and when they woke up. Right had the answer but yet you say that we have to flip everything we know but when we everything that we know from the relative plane because as soon as they say something it's always like of course i knew that that makes perfect sense it's not like we're hearing something and fighting against it like oh that sounds crazy i mean you hear these things and you're like yes i know that that's true (laughs) but almost like we've become so hypnotized into under this spell of thinking we know how the world works, but if all we have to do is kind of look at the results that we create when we're coming from that place or that fearful place, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's so true. So here it is. Here we, here it comes. We're justifying, uh, we're justifying today my personal glee addiction. <laughs> I'm so relieved now that actually I'm working really with the universe when I go watch an episode of Glee because it makes me so happy. And I have like, you know, all these wonderful things. That, so again, it's, it's, it's really interesting that the most productive thing one can do is to chill, is to know, is to relax. And then what they were talking about in that last segment is then the vortex, all that you want, will tune you. It will take you over. It's that kind of pole that is the truth of who you are. And then I love how they say the path will light up. Ideas will come to you out of quote-unquote nowhere, and it will be spot on. But we have to be the cooperative component, which means you can't be kicking and screaming and fighting against it. It's almost like the homework is to relax, chill, <laughs> let go. Go watch Glee. <laughs> go watch Glee. It, what really helps me with this too is is to track the evidence because sometimes my mind will be like, oh, you should be doing something, you should be doing something. But then if I shift and get myself into a better place, I notice how things open up. Like it kind of helps me on the physical plane to yeah. track that evidence so that, and I notice that then I get trust it more and more because we're, we're not going to trust it right away. It, a lot of times it goes so against what we've always been taught and what we've learned to believe that we're, we just can't, sometimes that's too much of a leap that it's, you know, you could take baby steps and then just notice like, wow, that was really fun. That was really a great yeah. conversation. Like little right. by little, your world just keeps opening up, opening up and you have more and more room just to be. Exactly. So this is a shout out for some sort of meditation practice, whatever it is. I, I am adoring the Abraham Hicks meditation CD that they just came out with a, a couple months ago. Uh, you can get it on their website, but it's, it's a series of meditations that you can just pop on. You don't totally silence your mind because for some of us, that's a bit more challenging than others. Bless you, all you people who can stop thought completely. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but what I love about these meditation CDs is they, they have this, sort of music going on and but whatever practice that you use whatever floats your boat you know use it as a way to know that you're being the most productive that you can be you are being the most authentic you can be when you go to that space of relaxation and knowing and that one of my other favorite words that they use a lot is rendezvous points 
Mm-hmm. You know, that the universe, the universal concierge is constantly operating rendezvous points for you to get that experience, to get that situation, to get that money, whatever it is. But you've got to be in that chill place of not resisting it in order for you to get the call and to get on the right elevator. To, you know, and to be able to hear it, I like to be able to recognize it and, and, and see the opening. Yeah, don't you love that the universe is like trying, it's like being on a vacation all your whole life. Like the universe trying to, is trying to fix the perfect day for you. Yes. Like the perfect day. They're trying to, you know, in the morning they want, they want you to have the perfect day and they're trying to get you into a place where you can uh, experience what, what the visioning and the knowing is. And it's, it really is a motivation to get tuned in, to just relax, to let it go chill mm-hmm. and um i love how they said even going online i mean this this beats google people you know it's <laughs> like if if you're in alignment you're in the vortex you know you'll be you'll trip into websites that you had no clue how you got to but it's exactly what you were looking for none of that crazy riffraff none, right. I mean, you, you know, know what that also brings to mind too is what i've noticed is time i have so much more time amen and I think it's like because of that internet, you're not like heading off in a million directions that don't even apply to you, trying to like sort through all the, trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's yeah. just kind of, if we, when we listen, it's like, oh, okay. Like we just know. It's so quick. I mean, and then, it, and it becomes really clear. Is that mine to do? Nope. Not feeling it. <laughs> so much more fun to be in the co-creative world when you know that you know things are coming to you because you're a match to them and and so you know what we want to shout out to anyone who's listening is that when you feel good when you feel yourself in the vortex and abraham tells us no matter who you are no how no matter how persnickety you are you're going to be in the vortex a couple times a day no matter what or many so, times many, or many times. times many times brief, a day. So, but it may be brief but it, it's many times you're many times so when next time you find yourself there don't worry about how you got there <laughs> celebrate it Whoop it up. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Acknowledge it. Yeah. I always kind of, um, uh, I don't know, do this thing with my finger and my fingernail. I don't know why when I get that, I, I, my, tease my kids. I'm like, I'm getting that good feeling again. It's almost like a rush that comes. <laughs> but I like to do that because then it's like, yes, yes. It's like, I, you know, you, you, you're claiming it for yourself. Yes, yes. You know, so what's interesting is a lot of time in the world, and, and I see this at, at, you know, in my life is that there's so much focus on what's going wrong and what's not working. I think I'm thinking specifically with businesses, they tend to do this. Like, let's get up underneath this problem. Let's figure this out. Let's mm-hmm. get to the point, you know, and, and sometimes I can just watch like a room full of people pumping up the very thing that we don't want. And I thought, but it's so radical for me to say something like, well, why don't we just talk about what we do want? What do, mm-hmm. Why don't we just talk about the fact that this is something that's already done, that we could actually visualize it? And, and it's, just, it's just way too goofy in a lot of circumstances to do it. And yet this is the very science of the universe. You know, we're in that precarious place where eventually everyone will know this. And this right. is coming to our But yet at the same time, it's like talking about the problem. The solution is getting bigger and bigger and better and better and better. So it's kind of like no matter what path we go on, we can't get it wrong. There you go. So maybe you're going to be the one that's going to step back from that chaos and say, you know what? I'm just going to bask a little bit. Yeah, something really great is happening right now. And I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and the solution to this problem is going mm-hmm. to hit me and I'm going to 
tell everyone it was, you know, it was them who did it. You know what I mean? You don't even, you don't even have to take credit because you don't really care. Right. But, but again, it's, it's, we don't have to push against anything. Yeah. You know, no and matter what is happening, we know simultaneously something really fabulous is the flip side of that is also growing. I really love this concept of being tuned. You know, because we are vibrational beings and everything is vibration, I love the idea of handing over my vibrational recipe to the great tuner, the universe, the the jiffy lube in the sky. <laughs> I like this idea of being tuned by the universe, letting the universe tune me. Because I think for a lot of my spiritual practice, I have been working so hard mm-hmm. to get tuned. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the yes. in, you know. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna think about that. I like like what is you know, I'm just gonna spend some time like what does that mean for me when I say I'm allowing the universe to tune me? Yeah. You know, I kinda wanna personalize that. Like what does that mean? What does that feel like for me? Like make, somehow make a connection to I'm being tuned. <laughs> what is that practice? What yes. is that practice? And I think part of it is recognizing when we are in the vortex, recognizing when mm-hmm. we are in that bliss state, that knowing state, it is calling more attention. As Abraham says, it's like milking it, purposely mm-hmm. milking it in order to allow the universe to more clearly tune you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I do think that that's enough. It's like when you're in tune, just milk it to the point where you mm-hmm. can be tuned up, but know that that's happening. And then when you get spit out, no big deal. You had a really good run, you know. Mm-hmm. You had a if you if you're in the vortex, you know what do they say, sixty eight seconds or more. You have now started to shift the material world. I mean, they're talking about how fast these vibrations move. So I think a lot of it too is not being hard on ourselves. Yeah. You flip out. Well, I like you know? that, like you say, the milking it thing. That helps to be reminded of that. Just hang out in that space. Acknowledge it. Recognize it. Continue. Add to it. Exactly. Well, we've actually come to the end of our hour, believe it or not, Janice. This has been so fun, tripping through these two uh, little tidbits of the teachings, and, and I love that we were able to maybe take them a little bit deeper and also make them more delicious for folks to to gnaw on and know. So thank you again for hanging out on this metaphysical porch with me. Lots of love to you. I've been talking with Janice Campbell, who is also uh, a Unity online radio host of her own show, Receive Your Life. And you can read all about her and what she does in the world of vibrational knowing at receiveyourlife.com. My name is Ray Zander, and for this hour, you've been spending time with us on Everyday Attraction, which is really the visual playground, the vibrational playground, where we know truly who we are, and we spend time in that bliss state of knowing that we are so much more than we're pretending to be, and that there are new stories coming to our consciousness that will take us to new places, new roads of knowing, and all the problems on our planet, the solutions are heavy, waiting to just pop through. So know that everything is here for you, and it is your kicking back and knowing that will bring it through. And as we like to do on this show, we like to end with our Law of Attraction card reading. Again, props to Abraham Hicks, the most fantastic deck of cards you could possibly put your hands on. I carry them around in my back pocket wherever I go. Um, But before the end of this hour, sit back and listen to a reading from the Law of Attraction card deck and truly know that all is well. Lots of love. See you next time. This is the Law of Attraction card reading from the Ask and It Is Given deck by Esther and Jerry Hicks. You can find out more at abraham-hicks.com. The card reading is, 
I'm attracting its vibrational essence. You can allow it or not, but the basis of your world is well-being. The law of attraction says, that which is like unto itself is drawn. And so the essence of whatever you give your attention to is unfolding in your experience. Therefore, there is nothing you cannot be, do, or have. This is law. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon, Central Time, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Aligned Radio, alignradio.com.